maybe. Oh, there we go. Okay, it started. <laughs> Welcome to Haunts and Creeps. I'm your host, Asia. I'm Rose. And we are going to be covering something different today. Yeah, we're doing a mini, two minis on haunted objects. Yes. I picked the conjure chest. I picked the anguished man. The anguished man. Yeah. He's All not right. feeling too hot. Apparently not. Yeah. Oh, we got to do our yeah. most disturbing thing. What's yours this week? Okay, so my disturbing thing of the week. God, it just left my head. Well, oh, so. <laughs> um, I've been interested in, like, uh, self-defense. Specifically self-defense with a knife. So I was looking at videos on how to defend yourself with a knife. And turns out, if you got a knife and the other guy's got a knife, you're going to get cut. Everyone's going to get cut. Mm-hmm. So there's this... Um, there's this page on YouTube that does knife defense, but he teaches it through like real footage of knife fighting, of knife fights. Mm-hmm. So I was watching this one and this dude is in like this alley with a bunch of people in it. Sorry, that if you hear anything, it's the dog. We're, at, we're in a change of environment today. We're yeah. in my bedroom. <laughs> and the reason we don't usually record here is because my dog is very much a people person and wants to be around everyone all the time and does not like being left out of the room right now she's been trying to break in for the last 20 minutes she's not gonna give up (laughs) so (laughs) so continue yeah so anyways this guy's walking down the street it's like a crowded busy street kind of it looks like an alley because it's like european you know like they're tight streets or whatever and suddenly this dude across the way like runs at him with this knife and the whole thing plays out he gets stabbed a couple times and then I don't really remember why, but the knife dude, oh, some, like, bystander's like, whoa, and the knife dude runs off. And so then at the very end of the video, you see that the guy who is getting attacked, who's been, like, he's been, like, checking himself, like, looking at the wounds he got and everything, and then suddenly he just falls over. And I read under the description, it said he went to the hospital and later died. And the reason it's disturbing is because in, like, the whole video, which is a few seconds, maybe, like, 15 seconds long, he gets poked a couple times with the knife right but he's like pretty like he doesn't look or act like he's that injured like his adrenaline's going he's walking around he's like you know alert and moving pretty well and then at the very end he just collapses and it's like disturbing because your body can put up with a lot of shit when it's like really stressed do you know what they stabbed to cause him to shut down like that uh it didn't say specifically but definitely a lot of like i think he got like one to the shoulder and one like in his abdomen. It was pretty rough. Sounds really rough. Yeah. Now do you have one this week? Uh, yeah. I, it's a small one. So I went along with my brother to get his open water diving certification. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> I know she makes the best noises. So she just grumped through the door. She I don't know if you it picked that up. Um, oh shit, that was funny. So yeah, went to this class and I found out that one of the other students, she's probably in her 50s, like mid 50s, mm. has never learned how to blow out her nose ever. What the? Yeah. So trying to what? learn the mask clearing skill because you have to blow air out your nose, fill your mask with air instead of water. That's how you clear it. Whenever you get water in there, it falls off or something. Is this going to be disturbing because she drowned or something? No, it's just disturbing on the oh fact she's never, ever learned how to blow her nose in her whole life. Like, how do you get through being sick? How do you get through allergies? It's not disturbing. It is Asia. disturbing. To me, it is disturbing because she can't even say the letter N. 
But she doesn't put the... She t- can't see the... The letter oh, N goes fucked. up to the top of... She can't put her tongue on the roof of her mouth and let air out through her fucking nose. And Like, she... Huh. She says N by putting her N, her tongue, outside the, her front teeth. Like, mm. a list. Yeah. Like mm. Yeah. Oh, no. So, to me, it's disturbing. It's like, how have you gone your whole life? You're in your 50s. You can't say the letter N correctly. <laughs> And you can't blow out your nose. That is a little like, It's just a basic human skill that I had never considered being yeah. a luxury until <laughs> there's this one lady who's never done it. We should change this segment to um, disturbing thing of the week plus Asia's not so disturbing thing. <laughs> I'm very disturbed by it. It's bothered me for like the a thing, week. Okay, the only thing that might be disturbing about that is that something about her childhood development prevented her to develop that like reflex when she talks so like maybe her mother doesn't like people blowing their nose and she was like you better fucking never blow shit out your nose ever i'm just wondering it's like when she gets sick does she just carry around one of those little squeezy teardrop shaped things to suck the snot out of your nose like they do for infants that can't blow their nose yet or maybe she just like That Sucks requires using your nose. She does not use her nasal cavity. She doesn't let air pass in and in out of her nose. Or out. out. So what does food <gasps> taste like? What does her face look like? Um there's okay. a face. <laughs> yeah, but like mouth breathers. She is a mouth breather. She's a hundred percent a solid mouth breather. They yeah, but like mouth breathing fucks up your face. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Okay, so she must look that she is doesn't look disturbing. too bad. Yeah. But yeah, she's only ever been a mouth breather. She Maybe is she's pulling your leg. They had to teach her how to, to blow her nose she's so she like, could clear her mouth. I never use my nose. Yeah. Nose. Exactly. Nose. They're like, say the letter N. Just say N. And she's like, I N. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. You can't hum. You can't put your tongue. Danny. How do we do that? That's horrible. That's so hard. Yeah. For anyone listening right now, try to say the letter N with your tongue. On the front side of your teeth. Yeah. Like, not behind them, touching the roof of your mouth. In front of your teeth. Say the letter N. I don't know, we might just have to let her in. Naughty dog. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like you're about to lisp, but you're saying the letter N. It's impossible. N as in Nancy, not M as in Matt. (laughs) First Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) All right. All right, your turn. Get into your story. Yeah, let's get into it. The Anguished Man is a haunted painting. It's not a tarot card? No, it could be. Oh, if you put this guy on a tarot card... Okay, Asia, I want to show you this picture. I want you to describe for the audience what you're looking at. He looks like he's been skinned and burned alive. His mouth is very much completely open. I would say anguish is still too light of a term. Oh, really? You think anguish is too light? Yeah. How is he alive? But I don't... See, anguish, when I picture anguish, it's more like an emotional, being emotionally distraught you know to the extreme. The dog. The dog is <laughs> emotionally distraught to the extreme right now. Yeah. That's how I picture the term anguished. He looks like he has been filleted and fried, and I don't think anguished is the right term for that. Yeah. Just me personally. And to add some other details, the main color palette is like red and blue. Mm-hmm. He's red, background's blue, and it's like from the shoulders up. Yeah. It's creepy. It's pretty, it's it's pretty a fucking creepy. But it is creepy. Yeah. Imagine the scream, mm-hmm. but fucking creepier. <laughs> okay. So anyways, 
This painting is in the possession of a man in England named Sean Robinson. And the story goes that his grandmother, before she passed away, passed it down to him. And she had had the anguished man in her attic for like 25 years. And she told him, she swore that it was evil. That when it was in her house, she would see like dark figures walking around and she'd hear crying and moaning at night. And that's why she kept it. That's why she kept it in the attic. So, and then she also, when he asked her, like, well, where the fuck did you get this creepy ass painting? He laughed at the door. Yes. She just makes the best noises. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, when he asked her, well, how'd you get it? She was like, well, oh my God. She was like, well, this was painted by a young artist. Who <laughs> Painted by a young artist who mixed his own blood into the oil paints. Oh shit. And after painting it, he killed himself. Mm. Dun dun dun. So, um, after his grandmother's death, Sean and his family took the painting and they kept it in his house for a little bit. And shortly after they inherited it, they began seeing the dark figure. A bunch of weird other stuff started happening. They were hearing sounds, moaning, crying, um him and his wife when they would sleep in their bed they would wake up in the middle of the night and see someone at the end of the bed like just standing over them and then this is kind of random but his wife apparently woke up and found a stranger sleeping next to her or something and then also their young son who's like a teenager gets pushed down the stairs by an invisible force so with all that bullshit going on um john who describes himself as a skeptic or right now describes himself as a former skeptic, he decided that he was going to like take some videos and stuff of this painting and see what the fuck was going on. And he actually has a YouTube channel that has all his videos on it. Shit. Yeah. Did you watch anything? I did. Anything come up in those videos? Yeah. We'll get into it. Okay. It's, it's all right. Okay. <laughs> so. Go ahead. In one of them, in all of them actually, the painting's just basically sitting up, you know, against like the wall most like popular ones it's usually um against a wall sitting on a bed and so he would have the camera going for like five hours a night from like 10 p.m to like 3 a.m or something like that and he has all the footage posted so in one of them at like 2 30 in the morning the painting just falls over on the on the bed and you're like whoa shit spooky and then in another one I think you can like see the door and partway through the night it just opens by itself and then like shuts and then there's a couple little orbs floating around there's a really stupid ass one oh. <laughs> where the painting's sitting in its regular in its regular spot and then a ghost runs by the camera it looks like a straight-up person just running by and it's like it's like Sean and his family like relied on the fact that the camera and the footage is really low quality it's just like someone in this white shirt running by and like you're supposed to be like oh my god a ghost pretty uh pretty lame okay yeah but despite being lame he's like if you search haunted painting his painting comes up every search it's pretty popular people like definitely it has like a little cult following all right yeah so with these like youtube videos that he posted he also started a facebook and he wrote on the facebook like oh, all this creepy shit keeps happening now that this painting's in my house, so we're moving it to 
like the attic. We're going to keep it there. We're not going to like bring it out because it's evil. Um, do, 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 do. So even like tried to relocate it like out of the house. There was like a time that he went to his grandparents' house and he brought it with it. That's with bullshit. Why would you bring a creepy haunted painting to your grandparents and be like, yeah, you're going to die soon anyways. Here, keep this evil painting. <laughs> no, the, he didn't like give it to them. I think he was like trying to be a skeptic and trying to like control for the house. Okay. Was it the house? Was it the painting? So he brought it over to his parents' house to see what would happen. And of course, I think it was like a couple of days in, he started seeing shit and his fucking uh, father... Sorry, I said grandparents were his parents. His father fell down the stairs. Got pushed down the stairs. See, like, what the fuck? Why would you bring that shit to your parents' house? Yeah. They're up in the years. <laughs> they fall down the stairs. They're gonna break a fucking hip. Yeah. It's not gonna be like your kid who's pretty much like jelly. When, when kids fall, they just snap oh, yeah. back. Kids are just like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, um, I guess after that, the painting was up on eBay for like a short time. Like, Sean put it up there. It was getting bitted on and stuff, but then he, like, suddenly took it down and was like, this painting's evil, I'm putting it back in storage, no one's allowed to have it, it's not for sale, because it's fucking evil. Hmm. Alright. Yeah. Um, and then, so around 2013, he agreed to allow the painting to go on tour around England with the group called Mysteria Paranormal. Mm-hmm. So they basically took the painting to a bunch of different haunted spots in England. So at one of the spots, they were at a place called Chillingham Castle in Northumberland. Mm. Um, I'm from Umbridge. Yeah, whatever. Umbridge, Umberland. I just watched Alice in Wonderland the other night. Oh. The new one. Is that what it's, there's a new one? Live action with Easy. Johnny Depp. They did a really good oh, job. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's not new. No. <laughs> but out of Alice in Wonderland, it's not the old one. That's true. It's the newer one. I guess that's fair. <laughs> um... So at Northumberland, at the Chillingham Castle in Northumberland, uh, the tour group experienced what they attributed to local ghosts being pissed off at the fact that a foreign ghost was brought onto the property. So allegedly, the group was performing a seance in the early morning of May 18th, okay. uh, I think 2013. The room suddenly went cold and dark, and a figure appeared in the middle of the seance circle. Um, one of the group members, some dude named John Blackburn, Began asking the painting questions, and in response, a wooden bench was violently flipped upside down. Oh. <laughs> uh, the group believed that a local ghost known as John Sage was responsible for the violent outburst. John Sage, I guess, was one of Chillingham Castle's, or is one of Chillingham Castle's most powerful spirits. Okay. Um, so they believe that he was expressing anger at the presence of the anguished man. So we're going to have to do this castle in the future is what you're telling me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I am telling you that. Make a bookmark of it. It'll okay. be our, one of our first internationals. Shit, man, that's me. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so besides Mysteria Paranormal, there's a couple other like paranormal groups that have checked this painting out. One of them I looked in depth to a little bit called Enigma Paranormal Events. And John Blackburn, the guy I just mentioned in the other place, mm-hmm. um, he's like the main dude of this little collective. Okay. So if you go to his website, basically advertises that he can do stuff like seances and like speak to ghosts for you from your... So he tries to be a medium. Yeah. Is there anything that proves he's actually a medium? I would say there's more stuff that proves he's not a medium than okay. stuff that proves he is. That's pretty common. Yeah. 
Okay. So, <laughs> this next little scene I'm about to describe is pretty fucking funny. But people believe him. So, anyways, Jack Blackburn and Enigma Paranormal. Um, John or Jack? John. Why did I say Jack? Jack it's Black. literally written as John right here. Jack Black. That's why. Yeah, that must be why. <laughs> um, John Blackburn and Enigma paranormal events they're out of england they've got a youtube channel they've got a couple of videos that feature the painting so all of the videos are of the same instance but from slightly different angles okay um so in these videos it's john blackburn and like i would say maybe 15 people in a room and you can tell that the lights are off and they're using like night vision cameras it's not green it's the gray type yeah so You see John Blackburn in the middle of the room. You see the painting up on the easel. It is the true painting. Okay. And then on either side of the painting, there's like these elderly women kind of holding on to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So in the videos, the painting does a couple of things. It like rocks back and forth by itself as John asks it questions and like weird sounds can be heard and shit. Um, And so you go on the website, or actually I think I read it in the description, John Blackburn describes that like, the guy in the painting, his name is David, and that there's actually a second one in the painting. There's two spirits. David's the good one that they were communicating with. The other one is unnamed, but is bad. So according to John Blackburn and his group, they they had the two women holding either side of the painting in order to give David enough power to communicate. Like he was drawing energy from them. Um, and that... Basically, the way that they asked David to communicate was, like, rock right for yes and rock left for no. You just bring a pendulum out. Yeah, it's like, the same thing. Or flashlights. What year was this? Do we know? 2013. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah. So, yeah, flashlights. Yeah. There are so many different tools in the modern times to make communication easier and more reliable than rocking a painting from one side to the other. Yeah, with two women holding on to the painting. Like, it's it's fucking obvious that they're rocking the painting. Like, how? You have to be pretty dumb to be like, Duh! That's totally real paranormal shit going on! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bullshit. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the painting rocks back and forth a couple of times. Basically... They gathered that his name was David, there was an evil presence with him, he didn't have enough energy to communicate without them, and, like, the evil presence was responsible for keeping him quiet, and, like, he wanted to get out of the painting, and it's all, like, dumb. Alright. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, those are the few videos. They're pretty lame, especially the one where the painting, like, falls over the bed or like when the door closes you can tell and people comment on it like that could easily have been rigged there could Mm -hmm. be fishing line that's unseen you know any of those things so to get a little more content i went to the facebook page and checked it out and there's a few creepy things that sean posted um nothing super recent he always posts things he always like reposts websites that mention the painting because it shows up in a bunch of lists but He only ever posts himself a couple of times. So the last one that he posted was in 2018 in May. I'm just going to read it. I was going to take the picture out and try some more filming because I had the house to myself all week. 
Something stopped me. I had a deep feeling of foreboding, like something bad was going to happen. But I also felt drawn to bring the painting into my house, and I was having thoughts and vivid dreams of hurting myself and letting my blood drip onto the canvas. It almost felt like the painting wanted me to bring it into my house. I felt conflicted, but common sense won over and I left it alone. I came so close to bringing the painting into my house when I was alone and in a bad place mentally. It was almost as if I definitely knew something would happen and I would I would be hurt. I'm going to try again when I'm not alone. Hopefully soon. I've got to admit this shook me up a bit. Da 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 da. All right. <laughs> and then I want to read one more. One more. Okay. This one's from July 29th, 2017. Okay, so the year before. Yes. I need to say this again because I'm still getting offers on YouTube. The Anguish Man is not for sale at any price! Exclamation point times five. <laughs> <laughs> the latest offer was for a ridiculous amount of money. If you see any for sales, they are fakes or forgeries. Believe me, you would not want this painting in your home. Da 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 da. So he is four? Yeah. He, oh yeah, he puts lots of dots all, all the time. <laughs> so it's not just the standard three. Right, right. So that's about it for the haunted painting. Um, it is fucking creepy. It might be haunted, but there's not a lot of good evidence that it is. As I look at it, it gave me some tingly wheelies. Ooh. <laughs> some what? Tingly wheelies. But it sounds like there's a good mix of fake and fake, but with true origins. Right. If that makes sense. I really wish I, like we could know who the artist was. Yeah. If I was to do another report on this, and had more time, I would like search records in whatever town he was talking about and try to find, you know, someone who committed suicide back in whatever mm -hmm. and was an artist. Because I bet there's some spicy shit going on there. Yeah. If anything, leave it us to other rabbit trails. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. We're going to pull up mine. Sorry if you hear me clicking. Okay. How dare you. I'm out of wine and I'm sad. I was gonna go get more, but the dog just calmed the fuck down, so <laughs> if I know if I leave, it's gonna start back up over again. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going without wine, I suppose. Oh well. Um, so this story, The Conjured Chest. I was reading a couple different things. Most- 90% of the material was the same across all the articles I was reading. The only- Hey, you raised your hand. <laughs> Can I- <laughs> Can I ask? When you said the conjured chest, I'm imagining like a chest that just like conjures things for you. Like the that porridge would be bowl. Amazing. You know, like the porridge bowl that just keeps on giving porridge? Mm hmm. Is it like that? No. Oh. No, this is, uh, this will be fun. Oh, okay. I'm ready for fun. So the main difference I noticed between articles was the names for the people. Stories are all the same, and I figured out that. The person who ends up giving the chest to the museum also wrote a book. And in her book, she changes everybody's names. Oh. So I don't know which ones are the real names because that was never clarified upon anything. Well, she did a good job of keeping them anonymous. Now you're like, maybe. Which but there's, one is it? Yeah, it's like, which one, which one is it? So I've got some that said Sally, some that said Annie for the same person. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> But I it love was... this paranormal stuff because the evidence and the content is so wishy-washy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. It makes it fun. It definitely You get to, does. like, choose your own choose ride your own or adventure. whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this story starts in 1830. Mm. Apparently I'm just on a roll with the 1800s lately. Yeah, they're creepy time, I guess. But, um, 1800s. This is 
a family long adventure hmm. that goes through all the descendants. How many generations are we talking about? Uh, a few. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I'm just going to stick with the names I read on the first article because I saw them repeated more often than I did in the one article with the other changed names. So, all right. I'm just going to go with a little that. bit more credential. Yeah. <laughs> so, this starts with the Cooley family. Like, you're cool. EY, the Cooley family. Oh, yeah. So, Jacob Cooley, he was a plantation owner. He owned many plantations. He was an asshole. An yes. absolute asshole. Evil, despicable man <laughs> overall. He was just an unpleasant person and horrible to his slaves. Again, 1800s, plantations, there were slaves. I'm sorry. That's just apparently the time I've been picking. So, Jacob Cooley beat his slaves quite often. Um, it was a very, very common occurrence, and he had this one slave named Hosea, who was a really, really good furniture maker, like fantastic craftsman and woodsman. So. A lumber man? What are they called? What? Wood people? <laughs> lumber <laughs> guys? A lumberjack? No, like the, like they the guys wood. that make the wood stuff. <laughs> I just said woodsman. Crafter. Oh, they got a name. Oh. Carpenter? Carpenter! <laughs> Damn, okay. So he was a carpenter, Josea. Hosea. Yeah, he was a really good one. And Jacob Cooley's wife was pregnant with their first child. And he told Hosea to make him a chest of drawers for this infant coming into the world. It was going to go into the infant's room. So the chest of drawers had four drawers with really pretty glass knobs, and it was made out of mahogany. I'll post a picture of it. It's a beautiful chest. Like, it really is. The craftsmanship was fantastic on it. But Jacob, being the asshole he is, hated it and beat the slave who made it to oh death. My... To death? It, there were a couple different marks of whether he died that day or was beat so severely that he died a few days later. It was one Jesus. or the other. But yeah, he what died a as a result from his beatings. So Jacob ended up, as much as he hated the chest... And didn't think it was good enough. He used it anyways because he's cheap. Yep, used it anyways, put it in the infant's room. <laughs> now, the his slaves, Cooley's slaves, had a conjure man that kind of ran things for them. What is a conjure man? It's... I've heard different opinions on what it is, but think of like hoodoo and voodoo and... They're the magic person. They're the head person who practiced some sort of witchcraft for their... Like a shaman? Yeah, okay. similar. It's for their traditions, that's their, the name that they use for it, is the okay. conjure man. So the slave, the other slaves and the conjure man were pissed off as shit. So the conjure man laid a curse on the chest. Of course. Yes. And he used dried owl's blood and sprinkled it into one of the drawers while making a conjure chant. So, That's dope. Yeah. Dried, dried owl's, owl's blood. blood. What do you know about that? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> that was a little in deep for me. You I'm not trying to curse witchcraft, it. man. I know. <laughs> I mean, I've got all these bookshelves, but none of them are on cursives. Okay. Curse, yeah. Curses. Cursives. <laughs> none of them are on how to write elegantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do so much cursive on you. <laughs> So this is where everything begins. The infant who was being brought into the world with this chest of drawers it didn't even know about died shortly after birth. 
very shortly after. So Jacob had another kid. Kid inherited this chest. Died. Yes. Um, he was actually stabbed to death by a slave. Oh damn! What did he do to deserve that? I don't know. It didn't go into history. Like again, it's the eighteen thirties. It's just reports of how these people died. Right. Um, Shit. Another one of Jacob's sons. His name was John. He actually grew up to be an adult. Okay, so he, he survived hit... to adulthood. Yes, he survived to adulthood and was given one of Cooley's many large plantations. He got one of them. He married a lady named Ellie, and the couple was given the beautiful chest. But knowing its tragic history, they hid it in the attic for quite some time. There you go. Just put them things up in the attic and forget about them. Attics yep. are like magical barriers where shit is contained. Yeah. So they... The couple had a relatively happy marriage. They were fine. They forgot about the the attic chest and ended up having a kid. They had a daughter. Her name was Melinda. But he had a few kids. So we're just going to talk about the youngest, Melinda. Mm. She eloped with an Irish man named named Sean. Sean. Oh, shit. And they had many children. A couple articles said a brood. So there were quite a few children. Whole ass brood of children. Um, So... Melinda and Sean, because they eloped, they were having some issues. Like, there's financial bunch of shit, so... Yeah, eloping can't be that successful back in the 1830s. No. So, Ellie and John, they had an extra house or an extra plantation or something and housed them in it. So Mm. they had a place to live, place to work. They were good. But Sean got tired of farm life. And my first thought was, don't you own slaves? Yeah. Unless you're being, unless you're part, like, you're working for the house. I don't know. What do you mean you got tired of farm life? Yeah. You're fucking slaves, dude. Yeah, so I'm, like, tired of the farm life. How? He just wants to be a big city boy. Yep. (laughs) So, the, the mother, Ellie, she recognized that they were having some marriage issues and tried to help in ways she could, but Sean refused it. Didn't want to interact with it. So, in hopes to make life a little bit better and prettier, Ellie brought down the chest from the attic, and... (laughs) She's like, I see you guys having some trouble. Why don't I show you what actually is trouble? Well, they had had kind of forgotten a couple deaths that were tied to the chest already, and it was one of those more rumors now. But this isn't even that far down the generation. I mean, this is just the main dude's son, right? Like, his generation. Yeah. From what it seems like is that... That curse was placed upon him and all his children. His children. His children. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't, well, whatever. I guess if you're, you're getting distracted by marriage troubles, maybe you forget about your dead brother and yep. your dead other brother. Yep. So by this time, the tragedy, like I was saying, the tragedy surrounding the chest fizzed out and they didn't experience, and since they didn't experience anything with it in their attic, they're like, oh, it's fine. It was just rumors. No, man, the attic has barrier. It has a barrier. Within days of receiving the chest, Sean left Melinda to move to New Orleans. But that's not that tragic. That can't be blamed on the chest. They were having marital issues. I know. That was just one of the things that they're like, ooh, this is linked. Oh. But she's just like, yeah, he moved out because of the chest. Not because I'm like a horrible wife or anything. I swear. Uh, Melinda, the wife, she was inconsolable and ended up coming down with an illness that left her bedridden and killed her. There we go. That's where mm-hmm. it's at. Yeah. So she suffered. She is also the direct line 
the married in dude left. Yeah, okay. So, genetics. <laughs> but, yeah, she was grayed and barely out of her 30s when she died. She, like, stressed? Or, like, she, like, rapidly aged and then died? I don't know. They didn't have any details. It was kind of hinting at both. Ooh. So, I don't know. But Sean didn't really escape with his life. Oh, he didn't. No. He was struck in the head by a steamboat gangplank and died. <laughs> like, on his way out? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, that chest is uh, definitely involved. Yep. So, like I said, they had a brood of children. Oh, yeah, there's still a whole brood left over. And now they're all orphans. Oh, no. So, the John Cooley, the son of Jacob Cooley, took it upon himself to find homes for all these orphan children with family members. And he kept the youngest daughter to live with their family. So he brought the, all the other kids to other family members, but the youngest one kind of caught his heart and was like, okay, you can live with me. You're my favorite. Yep. Fuck these other guys. Yeah. So all the other kids were probably scattered about Tennessee, but the youngest daughter that they had was named Evelyn, and she moved in with them in Kentucky. Now, Evelyn grew into a smart and beautiful woman who went to school and got her certificate to be a teacher at 16. Damn. And married a short bit after that. Oh, damn. Oh, I can't even imagine that. Yep. So keep in mind the time. 16. Yeah. You were married. <laughs> married off. Oh, boy. So Evelyn took over a little one-room school, and she also married a Scotsman. Didn't elope. She actually married him. That's the issue. They're all freaking Irish and Scottish. Yep. Um, Malcolm, they got married two months later. Malcolm is the... Scotsman that okay. Evelyn just married. And as a wedding present... Oh my god. Ellie got the chest. <laughs> Ellie gave Evelyn the chest. <laughs> oh man, that's like rude. Yeah. So Evelyn and Malcolm had their own kids and they adopted in a daughter... This is the one that I don't understand because she was adopted in, and her name's Arabella. Now, when Arabella was old enough, she left the house and married a young man. Evelyn kept her wedding dress stored in the drawer of the chest. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. I can't keep track. I was of gonna all say this people. is this is a genealogy. <laughs> don't worry about it. Arabella just married. Yes, this Ara is like five generations, four mm -hmm. to five generations in. Okay. Yeah, and Arabella's been brought into the family. She's not actually part of their bloodline. She was adopted. Okay. So she got married. Evelyn, her mom, kept her wedding dress stored in the drawer of the chest. Shortly after that, Arabella's husband died. Oh my god. And then Arabella had a child, and when the baby's clothes were put into the chest, the kid died too. Okay, so it's like you can have the chest... But like if you don't use, use the chest, it. Yeah. just look at it. Yeah, that that's the developing theme here. Um, Evelyn's daughter-in-law Esther put her wedding attire in the chest. Also died. Evelyn's aunt Sarah knitted a scarf and glove set to give to her son for Christmas. They too were stored in the chest, and he died. How many people have to die before they realize? Eighteen. Eighteen people before they're like, let's stop putting things in the chest. Yes. So oh, unless. Doing it on purpose. Like, I don't like that bitch. I'm gonna put I don't think scarf in there. People were catching on. A lot of it was like, no, it's not haunted. It's just a set of drawers. Like, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna die if I put my clothes away. Yeah, and I guess in the like, 1830s, like, you're dying more often, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. So, because Evelyn was attached to so many people dying, she committed suicide herself. Guilt was too much. She couldn't live with herself anymore. She's yeah, like, yeah, she shouldn't have given it to. 
Arabella or whatever. She hasn't given the chest to anyone, let alone stored people's shit in them. <laughs> yeah, what? So, Evelyn committed suicide. I guess it's important to remember here that these people don't have horror movies. No. You know, like, I feel like I've watched enough horror movies to, like, pick up on the themes. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just not picking up on the theme. <laughs> Themes hadn't existed yet. Yeah, themes weren't even a thing. <laughs> Film yet. wasn't even a thing yet. <laughs> um, so the chest was inherited by a woman named Virginia Hudson. Who later has another daughter and names her Virginia. I don't understand why people name their kids after themselves. It just that's gonna make this my way mind. harder. Yeah. So <laughs> she thought that the tales of the curse was just hearsay. Put her first child clothes in the chest, and the child died. Another wow. child's clothes were tucked in the drawer, and this one contacted infantile paralysis i've never even heard of infantile i was gonna ask you it's like you're being a you being a nurse do you know what this is well i mean i guess it's just an infant paralyzed but is that like the child wasn't paralyzed before did you get botulism there's botulism you can't give babies honey because of botulism yeah i know that one but they never went into detail and i with the way it says the child contacted it it's like they were able-bodied before and then out of nowhere developed paralysis. It. Yeah, like it's infantile paralysis sounds like a name rather than like it's just two sets of words, you know, mm-hmm. paralyzed infant. But it, the way they put it together, it sounds like an actual condition. Yeah. I've never heard of it, though. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about your input on Botulism that. Botulism no is my idea. best guess. <laughs> Makes sense. So another wedding dress was stored in the chest. The husband left the bride. So, breaks up weddings. Sometimes kills a person, but breaks up a lot of weddings. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like, lucky. Yeah. Um, another son was stabbed in the hand and turned out he had clothes in the chest. A friend of the family had his hunting clothes in the chest and he was shot while hunting. How big is this chest? It's four drawers. It's, like, half of that. a lot of shit in there. Yeah. Like, a wedding dress? I mean, nowadays, there's so much fluff, you can hardly stuff it in a closet. But think about it at the time. It's, like... Yeah, why would you shove your wedding dress in a drawer? I don't know. Okay, so they have you've closets? seen it. It looks like yeah, a drawers. Here. It's not like a big, you know, like a big open... Sorry about the typing. ...boudoir or whatever. It's just got drawers that pull out. Oh, yeah. It is just why a drawer. You, why would you put your wedding dress in there? I don't know. It's like it's got a big one on the bottom, two middle-sized one, and a small one up top, but it curves outwards, so it's got more space. I mean, it is kind of nice. Yeah, it it's beautifully nice. made. I don't know why Jacob was so pissed off at this chest. Because he just wanted to beat someone to death. That's Probably. Why. It looks beautiful. They did a great job. Yeah, it is really nice. Yeah. It's actually pretty well... For being um, the 1830s, it looks preserved. Yeah. Like, it looks... Yeah. Shiny. And I doubt people are doing maintenance on this thing. They probably don't want to touch it at all. Probably not. Um, so we're at 16 victims so far, and all died of, most likely, having clothes put in the drawers at some point hmm. in time. So, Virginia had a friend who was very savvy with curses. There was a African-American named Annie. Or Sally. I don't know. <laughs> she figured out that the chest needed to have three conditions met to lift this curse. Ooh, damn, Annie? Coming mm-hmm. in here knowing shit? Yeah. She's like, I know what you do. I know what you need to. Like, she's like, I, I got you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are these three conditions? So, Virginia had to be given a dead owl without asking for one. <laughs> Virginia? You just had to give her an owl? Mm-hmm. The owner of the chest, basically, which was her at the time, since so she inherited it. 
She had to be given a dead owl without asking for one. So, okay, so I have a question for you. Mm hmm. Because you're like witchy. You're a witch. Are these terms that what the conjured man like came up with in his head or are they part of the curse? I would assume that they're part of the curse because when Be you make a curse, you would have to have something to break it. And the way he used dried owl's, owl's blood. Owl's blood yeah having a dead owl as part of it well, to it's lift like kind it of like makes a sense. safe a safe what is that word a safe mechanism or whatever because who's going to fucking give someone a dead owl for no reason and it turns out it happened <laughs> what yeah virginia's son's friend gave her son a taxidermied owl oh my god it's like of all things it worked. He got. Shit. She got one. So like, okay. So why didn't Annie just give her a dead owl? Because she knew. So you can't even know what mm -mm. you're doing when you give them the dead owl. Uh-uh. You Man. can't ask for one either. Yeah. That's like the perfect curse because that's never gonna fucking happen except for this one small chance <laughs> that you got a taxidermied owl as a gift. Yeah. What? Yeah. Exactly. Strange. So. Green, the next step was green leaves of a willow tree had to be boiled from sun up to sundown with the owl inside of it. Can you know what you're doing or does it just have to be like you randomly have to boil some leaves in front of the owl and not realize? That part you can know what you're doing. Okay, yeah. Once you've gotten the owl, it's like, okay, what's the next step? Boil willow tree leaves, but they have to be green. Yeah. It can't be like dead tree leaves. Okay. It's gotta be green be leaves. fresh. Yes. From sun up to sundown. Uh, the third step is storing that tea you just made out of the willow tree leaves in a jar buried with the handle facing east towards the rising sun below a flowering bush what the fuck <laughs> it's so detailed and the saddest yeah. part is the only way that they would know if the curse broke is if one of them died before fall annie died the one who knew how to lift the curse annie uh-huh she's like all right, now that I've helped you, it's either you or I. One of us is going to die 50-50 shot. Annie died? Annie died. Oh my god. So the assumption is the curse was lifted. They haven't had any stories of tragic incidences or deaths since. Um, the chest was donated to Kentucky's Historical Society in 1976 by Virginia, Maine. Like I said, Virginia had a daughter and named herself. Yeah. Virginia, Maine is Virginia, other Virginia's daughter. Hmm. She inherited the chest and donated it. There you go. So, yeah, that's... I kind of wanted to rush through that a little bit because I know it was very convoluted with how many people there are and everything that was going on. Like, this genealogy <laughs> is long and everyone dies. Yeah, seriously, I'm surprised they still have a bloodline at all. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, that's, that's the conjured chest. There were lots of deaths. I yeah. thought it was quite fascinating, is but there was still, no details about it. Are there still, like, weird shit that happens with it? Or is it just sitting in that place? I think it's, it's just like, sitting in the museum. That They bring it out for, like, specific displays on occasion. They haven't recorded anything that I could find of new happenings, but they did say that there was a letter with an owl's feather in the top and no one wants to touch it. Someone's <laughs> got to touch it and read it. They're afraid if someone reads it that it will start up again. There's a lot of... You know um, what? This might be kind of fucked. Just give it to someone who's on hospice. <laughs> <laughs> You're dying anyway. Read it. <laughs> hey, when I'm on hospice, I'll read it. Okay. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that can be your request. Yeah. Like, kids who get their... I'm gonna go to Disneyland when I have oh cancer. Oh my god, yeah! That'll be um, yours. Dreams or whatever. 
Make a wish. Make a wish. Got it. I'm going to tell make a wish. Yo, I'm on my deathbed. I'm like 92. I want to read this letter. <laughs> They're going to be like, um, this is for children. What's wrong with you? I'm a child at heart. Let me read the damn letter. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I'm 92. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so they're kind of short stories, about 20 minutes each for us, but yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of haunted paintings. Some of them are creepy as fuck. Some of them look normal, mm-hmm. but I'm excited for like future haunted object episodes because we're going to get into them paintings. I'm okay with paintings. Yeah. I'm looking forward to covering some dolls. Yeah, the dolls. There's lots of dolls. Oh, yeah. It's lots of dolls. Yeah. I just had fun. It was like, it's a chest. It is four drawers. What? <laughs> Why do you keep shoving shit in there? <laughs> right? Why haven't you burned it yet? Yeah, for real. Just burn it. I mean, Damn. It'd be a shame. It's a beautiful chest. Well, that's what it wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to look up that wine cabinet. See if I can find any other just random household objects. So you're like, why? Is there a haunted wine cabinet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, you told me about this. Mm-hmm. Tell me again. <laughs> no, because we're going to tell our listeners soon. Oh, yeah. It's a surprise. So you get to wait. You get Aww. to wait until the listeners get to hear I it, too. I suck at waiting. <laughs> it's okay. You'll forget by the time it happens. True. <laughs> True. So, yeah. We'll do... The plan is to do haunted objects at least once a month for you guys. Yeah. And then for the next episode, are we going back to states? Are we starting with B? Are we going... We've only done Alabama. We still have Alaska and Arkansas. (laughs) Okay, I guess I mean... And Arizona. Are we doing Alaska next week? Yeah, might as well. Sorry, Alabama. You've gotten... Alabama, you're fucking lame, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Alaska's gonna be dope. Let's hope we find something There's gonna be, like, some haunted mining shacks or something and, like, panhandling guys... I bet there's a haunted polar bear or some shit. <laughs> yeah, Alaska's gonna be fun. So Alaska, we're coming for you next week. Yeah, we're coming for you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us on Instagram at haunts with a Z underscore letter N underscore creeps with the letter Z. Uh, Gmail haunts and creeps at gmail.com. Facebook haunts and Spotify. creeps. Spotify, Haunts and Creeps. Um, Patreon. Twitter! Twitter's the same. And Patreon. Oh no, Twitter is nHaunts. Huh. No, I think I changed it. Okay. I think you it's the regular it? thing. Okay. I don't do Twitter very well. Yeah, Twitter's weird. <laughs> so we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all under the same name. Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Haunts and Creeps. And eventually we'll get the website looking good. Right now, it is too long to say on air because we haven't paid for a domain name. So, oh, yeah, it's like .wordpress or something. .wix, .something. Like, it's <laughs> it's a long link. Yeah, so, but that. you can find the link on our Patreon if you wish to visit it. It has a little synopsis of our shows with links to the RSS feed recordings and pictures of what we've been talking about. Yeah, if you want to see that freaking anguished man, he's creepy as hell. Yep. So we'll have pictures posted. Um, probably start uploading some of the pictures to Instagram too of the That's stories we've, cons- yeah. we've done. Yeah, good idea. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Stay creepy. Yeah, stay haunty. <laughs>